good morning. Aren't you glad we have air conditioning? Some of you remember the Brockton Church. Do you all remember the Brockton Church? We sweat a lot, didn't we? <laughs> Glory to God. Well, you know, there are a lot of people all over the world worshiping God that don't have the convenience that we do this morning. They don't have the air condition. They don't have the padded seats. They probably walk for miles. We know that, you know, other countries, people are so hungry for the things of God. They, they travel in all kinds of weather, and they stand in rainstorms and everything else just because if we could get that hungry here in America, we would have the awakening to the revival. Amen? Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're, we're kind of soft, aren't we? <laughs> oh, toughen up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, this is the third year that our youth have been going down to uh, River Church Fire Conference in, in Tampa, Florida. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? They come back every year, and it's because of you folks. You've made this possible, buying the calendars and other fundraisings and support our young people as they go down there. They will come back changed. And uh, I know it's a life-changing experience down there. Pastor Judy and I were just down there a couple months ago. Time goes by so quick. Hallelujah. But uh, amen. The power of God is, is mighty down there. But you know what? We are the representative of the power of heaven here in New England. Come on now. Living word. One of these days, people will be coming to our church, <laughs> to the fire conference. Amen? Hallelujah. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. How many of you know we have that fire here at our church? Glory to God. You know, God has allowed us by association to be with a, a, a lot of great men and women of God through the years, and uh, we're just grateful for that. I mean, just Wonderful. Praise God that uh, we, you know, the, the anointing comes by association many times, and uh, we've been privileged to, to be with some of the best. Amen. Maybe not the top, top, but I know Pastor Tom and Maureen has stayed in Or Roberts' home and been blessed by them and so on and so forth. So, uh, and, and just so many people that, 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 that the anointing can be transferred. Amen. And uh, hallelujah for that. And you're all part of it. Amen. So you're ready for an explosion. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Well, we're going to talk about the blessing this morning. Is that okay? I started this last Sunday night. I got through the first scripture. Those of you that were with us Sunday night and uh, talk off from there. And so <laughs> I told the people last Sunday night, I'm going to pick this up Sunday morning because it's good stuff. But uh, Hallelujah. The, uh, this is so powerful because right now in the day and age that we live, and I know that we are believing that we are in the beginning of the awakening. Everybody is saying that across the board, across, you know, denominational different camps. We call them camps, but uh, we're all agreeing on the fact that this is the time. Jesus' revolution was just released a few months ago. And uh, God changed the, the hippie world back in, in the 60s and 70s. And, uh, you know, we look around and things don't look good right now. 
in the natural. But God is changing things. Amen? And we might say, well, we need a political change. We need this group, this group. No, the heart of people needs to change. Amen? Amen? Praise God. If the heart of people change toward God, and then all of the other things, I mean, our country was built on the rock of the word of God. Amen? So let's turn to Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18, Message Bible, and we'll see if we can get past this this morning. This is so good. If people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. And we have a lot of people, Christians, that are in that category today. They're not able to see what God's doing. Everything is, is negative. Everything is, you know, just fake news and so on and so forth. But God is moving. God is doing some great things. If people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. When we attend to what he reveals, we are most blessed. How many of you want to be the most blessed bunch? Well, to get over to that category, we have to attend to what he reveals. That means we cannot rely on our own thinking and our own judgment of things. What we hear, what we see, what we think. We need revelation. We need to hear from heaven. We say, Pastor, I don't know if we, we, we can do that. I mean, yeah, you, you have the ability. We've been talking about not by might nor by power, but by his spirit. The Holy Spirit was sent to teach us and guide us into all truth. And the Holy Spirit will reveal things to us that, that cannot be conceived to our, our, our thick heads. Amen? He reveals things to us from our heart. Glory to God. And so it says, those that attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. I like that, most blessed. Glory to God. Not just barely blessed. And this is where we've been. We, to, to get the gospel out, to, to get done, things done in the earth today like we need to do, we need to move over to the most. Come on. Not barely blessed. Amen? Not blessed in this one area, but not in the other, but most blessed. Glory to God. Now, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18, I love it in the, pa the Passion Translation. We, we know it many times by the New King James that God prays this prayer to, uh, for the church at Ephesus, that God would give them the spirit of revelation that they might know what they're calling and what the hope is in Christ Jesus. Amen. And the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe. Amen. And, uh, and we pray that a lot. We've been taught to pray that. Uh, in our word of faith, you know, camp. But it says here in the, the Passion Translation, I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I have to, you know, the older we get, we lose the edge on imagination. Think about, let, let's go back a while. Some of you have to go back a way back. <laughs> but think about, you know, childhood. How, how strong your imagination was. You'd dream of things. You would, 
what we call daydream. You would imagine your future or, or whatever. Amen? A superhero or whatever. Glory to God. That you come out of your limitations and you begin to experience through your imagination the unbelievable. Come on now. Think about that. And then, you know, on stages of our life as we grow up. Well, you know, you get to the point where you lose the edge on your imagination. And it turns into, well, this is fact now. This is where I'm at now. Okay? <laughs> Let's be real about it. We need to be real, but we understand that our realness is co- need to be, needs to be according to the word of God. That's why Ephesians 3.20 is so powerful. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. And, and one translation actually uses imagine. Come on now. So it says that God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination, flooding you with light. Amen? Some of us need our imagination fixed. And maybe we need to be praying that prayer. I need to be praying this prayer more. I love this translation. That the eyes of our imagination flooding you with light until you experience. See, our our imagination needs to bring us to the place of experience. Well, I'm just in the, you know, (laughs) not even to the imagination stage. But then when we get to the imagination stage, the next thing is the experience stage. Isn't that powerful? Come on now, say amen. Praise God. Until you experience a full revelation of the hope of his calling, that is the wealth of God's, the wealth, God is not broke. God is not El Chipo. Come on now. God is not on a fixed income. Amen. Hallelujah. The wealth of God's glorious inheritance that he finds in us, his holy ones. Praise God. That he finds in us. There has been place, when we were born again, there is a deposit of the divine nature that God puts on the inside of us. And that's why we need an illumination. We need the, the light of God's, you know, to shine upon our hearts so that we can walk in the fullness of the power of the glory of God. It's all through the New Testament. Hallelujah. It wasn't even revealed. I mean, you can get caught up in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Powerful. But when the apostle Paul, I was reading the other day, in the book of Ephesians, in Colossians, and, and he shares it, that, that it was for this time, this season, hallelujah, that we understand that we are now the sons of God. You are the daughters of God, praise God, hallelujah, and that we do have an inheritance, amen, hallelujah. So let's go back, when, when, when the apostle Paul deals now, with the blessing, he goes back all the way before the law to a fellow by the name of Abraham. Abraham. How many of you know Brother Abraham? Abra, Abraham, ham, ham. We used to sing that song. 
children's church. I zig, zig, zig. <laughs> Glory to God. But it goes back to Abraham. Romans chapter 4 is powerful. How Abraham by faith, amen, received, glory to God, his justification by faith. That was before the law was given, amen. Now let's look at Genesis chapter 15 and verse 1. All right, let your imagination, I pray that over us this morning. All right, stop thinking your old, you know, your old thought patterns. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am your shield and your abundant compensation. Now, I want you to think about these words because we're going to tie it into the New Testament in a few moments. All right? I am your shield. What does that mean? Nothing can touch him. Psalms 91. Praise God. A thousand may fall at my right hand. <laughs> no glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, I, you know, I don't believe that. I believe in just taking Tylenol. Hallelujah. Come on, faith people. We need to come up. Amen. Amen. Nothing wrong with medicine. There's nothing wrong with it. Just pray for it. Pray over it before you take it. Don't you love the commercials all the time now? They advertise for this, advertise for that, and then they give you a bunch of side effects that will kill you quicker. Well, you can take that. It'll clear your skin up, but you might die of a heart attack. Ask your doctor. Yeah, like they're going to know. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Ask God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am your shield and your abundant compensation. How many of you like compensation? Abundant compensation. Now, this was God's promise to Abram. And your reward shall be exceedingly great. Exceedingly great. Glory to God. All right, let's go down to, uh, let's go back to Genesis chapter 12. Amplified Bible. It says in verse 2, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you with abundant increases of favors. Let me throw this out at you. If he was so good to Abram or Abraham... God changed his name. Why wouldn't he be favorable to us in the new covenant? And Abraham wasn't even born again. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Think about this as we go through these scriptures. Abundant increase. Of favors. God never talks about decrease now. Never. He's not into subtraction. Praise God. With abundant increase of favors and make your name famous and distinguished. 
and you will be a blessing dispensing good to others. Hallelujah. You can actually turn some of these scriptures into confessions. Amen? Wouldn't you like to be a blessing dis- dis- dispensing good to others? And we've often said, I'm blessed to be a blessing. Amen. I will bless those who bless you or confer prosperity or happiness upon you and curse him who curses or uses insolent language towards you. In you will all the families and kindred of the earth be blessed, and by you they will bless themselves. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, W. Vine's definition of bless means to cause to prosper, to make happy. A lot of churches aren't filled with happy people. Turn to the person next to you and make sure they have a smile on their face. Happy. Amen. To make happy. Now, this, these are very good definitions. To bestow favor upon, to bestow favor upon, and to make successful. To make successful. Hallelujah. See, you can make that promise that God made to Abraham your own. And that's what we need. We need the eyes of our understanding to be illuminated so we can say, yes, yes, hallelujah. God told Abraham, fear not. I am your shield, your abundant compensation, and your reward will be exceedingly great. Amen. You can put your own name there. Amen. Fear not, Justin. Whoo. Fear not, Justin, I am your shield. Fear not, Neil. I am your shield. I am your abundant compensation. Well, I don't know how I'm going to pay rent this week. God says, I'm your abundant compensation. Amen. And your reward. You mean we're supposed to look for a reward? You know, I got a hold of uh, Gloria Copen's book years ago, actually before I met Pastor Judy, God's Will's Prosperity. So I used to, in the church I was in in Lake Havasu, as assistant pastor, I, I would bring some of these nuggets out that, you know, <clears throat> that we give to God. And, and uh, the Bible says, given, it shall be given back to you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together. Amen. And, and then other scriptures full of 1 Corinthians chapter 9, so on and so forth. And, and I had uh, the Sunday school superintendent at that time come up to me. And uh, she said, Pastor Ed, you should never tell the people that God will reward you for giving. And I was, you know, I was early 20s then, you know. And she was, you know, she was my elder. And, and, but, but I just, you know, I couldn't agree with you because it's in the Bible. Amen. And we've learned to be a sower. God gives seed to the sower. He gives seed. 
To me, if I sow, he gives back. Makes sense. He's my abundant compensation. That means I'm never going to run out because God never, never, neither sleeps nor does he slumber. God does not go on vacation. He doesn't even use an answering machine. Sorry, am I, I, I'm out. Please leave a message. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. I like that song, he's as close as a mention of his name. Mm, he's as close as the mention of his name. That's how close he is. What are you asking? My name. I will do it. Isn't that powerful? Hallelujah. Well, let's move over to Galatians chapter 3. You getting anything out of this this morning? Hallelujah. I want to bring you through the progress here, understanding that Abraham was blessed. God was his abundant compensation, his shield, blessing, favor, all of this. Now, look at Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. But Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law. If you want to know what the curse of the law is, and we're going to go not get through that this morning, but in Deuteronomy chapter 8, list exactly what the blessing is and the curse is. Amen? And basically, the curse was poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. If you did not obey everything exact, I can't remember how many laws that there was to that they come up with, stuff that they added even at that, amen, that nobody could live up to that. And it said if you obeyed every, <laughs> but see, here in Galatians chapter 3, it tells us that Jesus obeyed all of them for us. He took our place, so he eliminated us from the curse so that we could walk in the blessing. Glory to God. Let me say that again. He eliminated the curse so that we could walk in the blessing. He qualified you to be blessed with Abraham's blessing. He qualified you. You cannot qualify yourself, and that's where the church has constantly been, trying to qualify. I'm trying to qualify. I'm trying. And Jesus said, hey, I've qualified you. Now walk in that dominion. Powerful scriptures that the apostle Paul wrote. Because the abundant mercy and grace he shall walk as kings in life by one Christ Jesus because of one man's obedience. Hallelujah. But Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law when he was hung on the cross. He took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoing for it is written in the scripture, cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. Through Christ Jesus, God has blessed 
the Gentiles, that's you and I, with the same blessing, with the same blessing, with the same blessing, he promised to Abraham so that we who are believers might receive the promised Holy Spirit through faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Isn't that powerful? Amen. Now, Galatians 3 uh, and verse 29. And now that you belong to Christ, how many of you belong to Christ? Come on, you know you're a Christian. Isaac doesn't have anything on me. And now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. Who's your daddy? (laughs) Come on now. Abraham. If God was Abraham's abundant compensation, he's my abundant compensation. If God was Abraham's shield, then he is my shield. If he was God's, you know, <laughs> whoo, glory to God. Come on now. And now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. You are his heirs. And God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. Say this with me. God's promise to Abraham belongs to me. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. That's why God needs to illuminate our imagination. We need to study Abraham. And Abraham wasn't perfect. But Galatians 3.13 says Christ took our place and enabled us to take upon ourselves the blessing of Abraham. Isn't that powerful? Amen. That's why 3 John, even, you know, John got involved in this revelation. Chapter 1, verse 2, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health as your soul. What's your soul? Your imagination. As your imagination prospers and you begin to dream and you begin to think and you begin to expand on the goodness of God, that he, if, if God was, if you had a, if, if we would have a true revelation of God being our abundant compensation, we would not even walk in lack. Some of us have been in poverty so long that it's a natural thing. It's a natural thing to go to a restaurant and look at the cheapest side of the menu. Come on now. We stay away from the steak section. We, well, let's check this out. We're going to check the appetizers. 
<laughs> we'll just get a sandwich. And, you know, I mean, we don't want to overdo it because it just, you know, it's... And we walk and we think, and it's poverty mentality. <laughs> Hallelujah. You might not be rich in the natural, but you need to begin to see yourself Amen. as rich. Imagination. It's beloved. I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health as your soul prospers. Who is holding us back? Oh, the government. Inflation. All of this stuff. Fixed income. No, nothing is holding us back. We've got to change our thinking. Amen. Just like Abraham said, we are blessed to be a blessing. We are blessed to be a blessing. We, we were up in uh, Conway this week for a few days, some R&R. And uh, Donna made me push her all over. You know, I just came off a of sciatica, you know. Thank God I'm healed. How many of you have been to Storyland? Push her all over Storyland. Hallelujah. <laughs> and uh, anyway, we were up there doing our art. So we decided to, you know, we, we want to work on our, our diet, our health when we get home. How I many of you know when you go on vacation, you kind of, you know, you eat everything and anything that you see? <laughs> so we went to into GNC to get some. Uh, shaker cups, you know, for protein shakes and so on and so forth. But anyway, we went in there and this, this, this kid, a young boy, probably in his 20s, was the manager of the store. And how many of you have ever went into GNC and come out with more than you wanted to go in for? We came out with mega men's vitamins. <laughs> Hallelujah. But this guy was so informative. No, he wasn't. He was just, Pastor Judy was asking him, all, we were the only ones in the store at that time, and we were getting all kinds of information, you know, about everything that you could think of. And it was just like a, going on uh, YouTube and, you know, searching things out. He just, Pastor Judy came back out to the car, and we, you know, we paid for everything. And, uh, Judy said, I just want to go back and give him a tip. So he, she walks back in there, and there were some guys in there. He kind of she gives them a $100 bill. See, we can do that if we believe that we are abundantly compensated. Well, I'm going to give this away. I'm not going to have any more after I give this away. Come on now. We are to be blessed so that we can bless others. Pastor Judy said he had just this big smile on his face. How many of you would have a big smile on your face? Somebody would walk up to give you a $100 bill. Amen. Hallelujah. And we've been taught that. We've been taught. We've seen our pastors do that. 
Mark Hankins comes and he blesses different people in the ministry. He just you got to be led by the Holy Ghost, but it, you have it. You know, you're not mentally confined. Money, money. If I let go of the money, God, I'm man, I'm running over. I got to get over this really quick. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, glory to God. Okay. Genesis chapter 13, verses 1 through 2. Remember, the, abund- the blessings of Abraham is mine. <clears throat> so Abraham left Egypt and went back to uh, the Negev. And he and his wife and everything he owned and lot still with him. By now, Abraham was very poor. Oh, I'm sorry. He was very rich. He was loaded. Come on now. With cattle and with silver and with gold. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. Just a couple more scriptures. The blessing of the Lord makes one and he adds no sorrow with it. One translation says he adds no toil. He adds adds no toil. Well, I got to earn it. You're his kid. Praise God. Blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow with it. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 8.18, let's look at this. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth. Oh, that must be spiritual wealth. No, he's talking about wealth there. Amen? That, why? That he may establish his covenant which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. See, by you being blessed, see, if you're driving an oil burner down the street with a Jesus sticker on the back, are you glorifying God within that? You know, know, glory to God. And that was a mentality of the church. Pentecostalism was the worst part of it. You kind of got it, the poorer you were, the holier you could be. I knew a preacher that an evangelist, actually this is real, he was part of my extended family, very popular, on the west coast and east coast. But he would go and, and he would purposely wear shoes with holes in them and he'd sit on the platform and cross his legs so people would give a bigger offering. <laughs> Come on now. I know that's manipulation. Feel sorry for me, just give in the offering. Amen. Well, see, you got to learn to believe God. It wasn't Jesse DePlant is the one that said somebody, he went to the church and preached and they gave him a Dr. Pepper. Oh, bless God for Dr. Pepper. Amen. See, God, we have to learn that God is our compensation, not men. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
You know, that's why we like to bless our guest speakers. Amen. We can't go wrong blessing our guest speakers as they come. We, we want to treat them royalty. Amen. We don't want them to feel like they have to wear shoes with holes in them. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Well, mm, we're going to pick this up next week, okay? I'm, I'm just, there's some more scriptures I will review next week. And it's good stuff. But you need to, to work on your imagination and begin to think about what you're doing. Amen? Go to a restaurant and get a steak. I mean, you don't have to go to the most expensive restaurant. You know, there's wisdom involved. Texas Roadhouse is pretty awesome. Right? Glory to God. Praise God. But uh, hallelujah. Let's stand and let's worship God. Let's thank God for just, I mean, we're a king's kid. We're, we're his children this morning. Amen. And to finance this move of God to, to get us into the building and the land that we need. Amen. Uh, that, uh, and, and it's coming. You need to be believing with us. You need to confess God knows where our land is and he's bringing it to us. So he's going to show it to us, amen, at the right time, the right moment, with the right people involved. Glory to God. Amen? God is never too late. We sowed a we've been sowing specific seeds for a harvest. Amen? Lift up your hands and say, praise God. Lord, you are my abundant compensation. You are my shield. You are my favor. I thank you for being a, your child and having an inheritance because you're my daddy. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, praise him. Come on, praise the Lord this morning. Glory to God. Look for good things. Look for good things. Amen.